Hey friends, you're listening to the Friday Take 5, and we are on episode 22. I'm Mark, the host of this show, and each week I do what I can to help travel bugs and history lovers like you discover a new place with a new story. It's my hope that you'll walk away with a renewed appreciation for history and a new travel destination to add to your bucket list. Let's get discovering. Today's episode takes us back to Africa and its breathtaking eastern coast. We'll be taking a look at Malindi, Kenya. If you're anything like me, you'll more than likely be blown away by the surprises this incredibly cool place has to offer. Big shout out to African Kometo Adventures on Twitter for helping bring this beautiful and deeply historical place onto my radar. Like many things on Twitter, what first caught my eye for Malindi was a beautiful photo of lush foliage backdropped by an infinity pool that all fell off into the incredible Indian Ocean. In taking a deeper look at this place, I found it to be a secretly hopping tourist destination of which I'd never even heard. We'll get into the history of why in a bit, but I wanted to point out some of the incredible things we're already adding to our travel bucket list. In case this is news to anyone, Africa is so much more than just deserts and the pyramids of Giza. Malindi is a great example of the variety in store. You can sit back and relax on picturesque white beach sand beaches at uh, Watamu Beach, or snorkel and scuba dive in the clear blue waters with massive sea turtles in its nearby coral garden. As someone who lights up with childlike excitement every chance I get to snorkel, This is a huge draw for me. Now, next up, you might want to check out the Marafa Hell's Kitchen, which is definitely not a Gordon Ramsay restaurant, but instead a geological formation near Malindi that many liken to a mini Grand Canyon. If I had to classify it myself, I'd say it's kind of a mini mix between the Grand Canyon and the Badlands in the USA, and definitely something I'm planning to explore. Of course, you can also experience even more nature on a safari with Mama Savannah Custom Safaris, which will take you from Malindi to the deep country. With an African safari being very high on my bucket list, I'm already looking into how we can get the best deal to book our tickets and get out there as soon as possible. Unsurprisingly, the beauty and adventure of Malindi are huge draws for tourists, particularly Italian tourists. Interestingly, Malindi has even become known in some circles as the Little Italy of Africa. So let's dive into where that name comes from and the deeper story behind Malindi. Now, Malindi originally came about as a settlement of the Swahili civilization during their growth from roughly 400 to 900 AD. This settlement morphed into what became the Malindi Kingdom, which grew in power before ultimately collapsing as a distinctive power under the Portuguese colonization. When the Portuguese originally arrived in the 1490s, they were actually greeted hospitably in Melende. Portuguese explorer Vasco da Gama would go on to erect a pillar in the town, built originally as a navigation aid to those sailing from Europe to India, but which still stands today hundreds of years later as an awesome historical artifact. Throughout the colonial period, 
the Portuguese kept Malindi as their Kenyan base of operations for nearly a hundred years before moving south to Mombasa. The move south was actually aided by a local Malindi ruler who helped the Portuguese capture neighboring city-states and ultimately expand their influence. Unfortunately for them, their alliance and protection from the Portuguese would not last forever. Ultimately, Malindi got conquered by Sanzibar in the 1800s before being overtaken again by the British. By the 1930s, Europeans en masse had once again become interested in Malindi. Many began buying up land, and by the mid-40s, after World War II, it began to develop into a resort town. So, how did it become the Little Italy of Africa? Well, after World War II, Italian engineers and scientists began visiting Malindi, and, unsurprisingly, loved the pristine beach and beauty of the locale. By the 70s, many Italians had actually settled there and made a life. Fun fact, the Italian Space Agency actually has an installation roughly 20 miles or 30 kilometers uh, off the coast of Malindi that has historically been used for launching satellites and the like. Today, in a city of about 120,000 people, Italians make up about 4% of the population, and over 30,000 Italians still visit each year. Moreover, many of the locals actually speak Italian, and local businesses are often even owned by Italians. So when you're in Melindi, do your best not to get confused thinking you're in Italy with its beautiful Italian beaches. Instead, realize that there are a ton of awesome places like Melindi that Africa has to offer. So get out and explore them. Hey there, thanks for listening to another episode of the Friday Take 5. If you're looking to join the community and keep in the loop, don't forget to turn on notifications on your favorite podcasting platform, and remember to follow us on socials, at Friday Take 5. Have your own stories about Melindy, feedback, or recommendations on places or stories for us to cover next? We'd love to hear it, so give us a DM or email us at thefridaytake5 at gmail.com. Stay curious, stay adventuring, and have a great weekend.